And perhaps as we come out of the pandemic, we will learn how to travel less and more efficiently. Ottawa is still recommending against all non-essential travel. There have been more than 150,000 confirmed cases. Canadians are being discouraged from international travel, so many are turning to domestic trips. Hello, this is Vivek Goel. I'm a public health physician and a professor at the Dalhousie School of Public Health. This University of Toronto podcast will be giving you ongoing updates on what's next for the pandemic from my perspective. Today, I'm going to talk about travel. One of the major consequences of the global pandemic has been the severe constraints on travel. Some borders, like Canada's land border with the United States, are closed. There's advice against non-essential travel, and there're barriers such as testing requirements and quarantines. As a result, people are not traveling or are unable to travel. They can't see their loved ones. They often have to miss out on weddings or funerals. There's a dramatic reduction in travel for business. And in the academic world, workshops, conferences, travel for international students to attend their programs, travel for student exchanges, and research abroad by students and faculty members has been severely curtailed. There is a silver lining. We knew that a lot of this travel was having a significant impact on the global environment. And perhaps as we come out of the pandemic, we will learn how to travel less and more efficiently. But there is a very negative impact of this reduction in travel. There are many businesses and countries that rely on travel and tourism. Perhaps as much as 10% of the global economy is related to the travel industry. When can we expect this to return? The early vaccine results are very promising, but there are significant logistics yet to overcome in getting it out to people. In the meantime, countries are going to have to figure out how to open up in some way. There are many different pilot approaches being undertaken. The European Union has taken a risk-based approach based on transmission rates in countries and allowing people from lower risk countries to move more freely. In Alberta, there's a pilot being done with testing on arrival and day 7 of allowing people to have a reduced quarantine in exchange for more significant monitoring and testing. I along with some colleagues recently completed a study which will soon be published which supports this type of approach. Quarantine is a big hindrance to whether people choose to travel and also has significant economic psychological consequences. So if we can find a way to reduce it, it should help restore some travel. I'm hopeful that we will find some way to bring travel back. I'm Vivek Goel. Until next time, stay safe.